So you want to know how to master a skill and most probably a physical skill. That's why you're here. Well, today we're going to talk about the amount of work that is required to do this as an adult. We didn't master any of the things that we can do physically as children and it is different for adults. So stick around if you want to learn about our journey and how we've helped thousands of people around the world do the same thing. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name is Rad Burmeister. I'm joined here today with my brother Yanni Burmeister. We're the co-founders of Unity Gym and the co-creators of the UMS, Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into superhumans. And the way we do that is that we've created a very unique program that has a balance between strength and flexibility. If you want to learn more about it, download one of our free blueprints, the Strength Blueprint, Flexibility Blueprint, or the Nutrition Blueprint, and join our private Facebook group, the UMS Movement Mastermind. We, re we record these podcasts live every day and uh, answer people's questions as they go out. Uh, and of course, if you're watching on YouTube, then uh, subscribe to our podcast uh, wherever you like to consume your podcasts. Today, we're talking about mastering a skill, and it's something that so many people come to us for. They want to you know, learn how to master these physical skills and they need help with it because they feel like they've been trying for years and years and years and they haven't been able to get anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Something that we've certainly uh, felt ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for me, I remember like the the first physical skill that I really learned when I when I started when I decided that I wanted to start learning about calisthenics um, years ago. The benchmark for me was a muscle up because it was just so impossible. I just couldn't do a muscle up. And of course, you know, all the people, anyone that can do calisthenics, it's like the first thing that people can do, you know, is a muscle up. Uh, and it's so impressive. It's so cool to look at, you know, this like a pull up is impressive enough if you can't do pull ups. And then when you look at people, you know, hoisting themselves over the gymnastics rings or over the bar in one go, it's such an amazing feat of strength. Um, and that took me months and months and months to learn. And then the next really big skill that I ticked off for myself was a press to handstand. And that was, um, that was the holy grail for me back when I was trying to learn how to do it because that seemed even harder than a muscle up. And it, it was harder than a muscle up. There's more that goes into a press to handstand than a muscle up. So we're definitely, and, and I did all of that in my late 30s. So did you. You did your first muscle up in your um, mid to late 30s and your first press to handstand in your late 30s. So it's something that we, you know, we learn as adults, you know, yep. and the, the whole purpose of today's show is that what, what we want to uh, we want to talk about, which is really building on what we we're talking about yesterday, is the concept of, of focusing, you know, focusing down on what it is that you want to to achieve and becoming laser focused, because we've we've had this confirmed from some friends of ours who are just beasts in the calisthenics world, like um, Daniel Vadnell, where he's talked about all the calisthenics skills that he has mastered. He got them by just pushing everything else aside and until yeah. he got that one skill all he was i mean that the, there's other training that complements it to keep the body balanced but the whole focus was on getting a planche or the whole focus was on getting a handstand you know yeah. and though we take a generalist approach in our training and we do advocate it there is also a time to focus down on certain things if that's what it is that you want to be able to do yeah yeah, and you've got to be careful uh, at the same time because, you know, focusing down on things usually exposes limitations and weakness and that can become frustrating yeah. in and of itself. I remember when I really wanted to try and get into hand balancing, um, 
I went all in on it and just became riddled with issues in my shoulders, my wrists and things like that. They became really frustrating. I had to take time off. And it's funny because when I met um, probably the best hand balancer I've ever worked with, um, Miguel Santana, he was he could only hand balance on one arm at the time because he'd um, really damaged his shoulder and uh, his right arm and he was going to get a, a cortisone injection the day after I was hanging out with him and um, I actually spent was lucky to spend like three or four days with him he came to the gym and mm -hmm. and uh, hung out with us and and uh, he yeah he had the first day I saw him he couldn't even lift his right arm up and the, then he had the cortisone injection the next day and then he came and he's like oh my god it feels so good you know and da 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 da, -da and but he had suffered the same thing, you know, he'd just been handstand, handstand, handstand. And he said, yeah, look, I neglected a lot of stuff, mm. you know, and, and, um, you so, so yeah, you gotta, you gotta, it, it, I guess embrace the process. You gotta go all in, but you've also gotta, um, be okay with the setbacks that come with that. Yeah. And you have to recognize where you are on the, on the journey to success. Um, that was one of the hardest things for me that I've spoken about in one of the shows recently is that I had a very rich background in movement. And when you looked at me, you know, if you looked at me, my body, when I started calisthenics, I mean, I would definitely not compare myself to the really amazing calisthenics dudes, even where I am now, I'm in so much better shape now than I was five years ago or so when I started uh, learning about calisthenics um, but I was capable I was much more capable than most people and I'd been doing you know kung fu for, for over a decade before joining the army so I was a very physically active person so I thought that I could move straight into training for certain skills um, that the handstand was the first one for all of us here uh, I shouldn't say it was the first one um, because I just said the muscle up was the first one but when we decided that we were going to learn how to do handstands and it was the same thing, same thing that you went through, shoulder injuries and wrist injuries and tendonitis and all this stuff. And so there's a, there's a point where you have to sort of uh, assess yourself and say, okay, well, even though I want to learn this skill, I've actually got to do all of this work first. And that's why we have the foundations phase in the UMS program. Um, but that aside, when, when, the, when the time comes, and even maybe I won't even say that aside, um, because what a lot of people struggle with is the, the idea of focusing on something that is going to get you to a result. Because the, the whole definition of focus means, you know, that you bring your vision in to only look at the thing that's in front of you, neglecting everything else. That's what focus means. That's like focus from a camera is the idea is that you focus on one point and everything else in the depth of in the um, field of view becomes out of focus. So you're yeah. just focusing on the one thing. Uh, and that's something that people really struggle with because we all want to learn everything at once and we all want to do everything at once. Yeah. And we get a lot of people that are really new to our program that talk about all of the things that they do and they wonder how they can fit this in their routine. And we always try and help them. We always try and say, hey, well, you could do it like this or you could do it like that. But the best results are going to be when you, when you say to yourself or get real with yourself and say, well, you know, I, I joined this UMS program because I recognize that I need help with my strength and flexibility and fitness or any component of that. Like that's why you joined. Otherwise, you wouldn't be paying for coaching. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on this for at least six months and see what happens to my body. And then I'll reassess what I want to do with my time. Yeah. And so many of our um, long-term members uh, will attest that that's how they got such amazing results. They just stopped doing all of the other stuff that they were doing before, besides hobbies, of course. Like mm. we're not saying don't do your hobbies. Uh, and they got great results from it. Yeah.
Yeah. Absolutely. Look, it's it's interesting. You said something there that I think is really important to point out, which is to assess where you're at because, um, you know, I've had coaching sessions with people uh, who have been really frustrated because they have been working really hard on a certain skill. A handstand's a great example because a handstand requires so much of... Um, uh, so much is, is going to be about posture in a handstand, about the line, mm-hmm. about being able to achieve that line, you know. And um, there's, there's a lot of people who, you know, like I think with our, with our journey, when we started calisthenics, when we started to dabble with calisthenics, we had already been training at a very high level for a long time. We'd set a base level of strength. Mm-hmm. We'd built a really solid foundation. We'd built um, uh, the, like the, the foundations program that we use was our program to help us achieve anatomical structural balance, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that we've, I guess, created hy- a hybrid variation of. Yeah. Um, and I think like imagine coming at a skill like a handstand having not laid that foundation. Yeah, having no conditioning. Having no conditioning. Having not not, like I had flexibility to get your arms above your head. If you go back a decade, I had ruthlessly bad posture. You know, uh, my shoulders were so round, and um, I think, you know, if I hadn't have fixed it or corrected it by the time I was seventy, eighty years old, I probably would have been kyphotic. You know, I would have been really slouched and slumped. We've got genetics. Our mother has that going on our grandmother has that going on you know where the neck starts to really stoop and uh the shoulders really round so we've certainly got those genetics in our dna and and um i worked extremely hard after i decided i wouldn't be boxing anymore to fix my posture and to get my shoulders working and i've got you know what's referred to as hooked acromion which i guess kind of sets the 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 foundation for really rounded shoulders already so i've got to work even harder to emphasize strength in the rhomboids and in the uh, mid and lower trapezius and things like that serratus anterior to keep my shoulders pulled back but but you need that especially for things like handstand Uh, same for overhead pressing shoulder pressing things like that Mm -hmm. and um it puts you at greater risk of shoulder injuries when you've got those sort of postural issues you know and so i spent years fixing that before i ever attempted a handstand you know and um and i see people now who you know want to do that and and when you say focus i think focus it's important to point out that it's focus yes on the skill but laser focus on the area you need most of uh, to develop that skill and for some people that might be really working on building structural balance in the body ironing out deficiencies from left to right side imbalances you know or agonist antagonist imbalances or you know to to get that postural correction that they need um and yeah i think that that's a really important thing for people to understand we're all racing our own race with our body especially with calisthenics it's all about you versus you it's about overcoming your limitations and 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 capitalizing on your weaknesses you know and um it's it's interesting uh, we've got uh, Erica on the stream here who um, is one of our tribe members from the gym who, and I'm only using Erica as an example because um, I, um, uh, I watch her train in the mornings, you know, and I reckon that Erica will probably unlock a planche before I do. 
seriously because yeah. of her body because yeah. of her leverage you know yeah. she's she's an absolute weapon uh and um and she's got really good levers to unlock something like that you know mm -hmm. so i think that like it'll be incredibly frustrating because i'll be like oh my god but she's i i reckon she's gonna do that before i do and that's what calisthenics is like you know mm -hmm. there's certain things that are supremely challenging for people and then for other people, like um, it, it will be, it will be Tim, easier. Tim uh, had been here for maybe somewhere between three and six months, and he's never joined a gym in his life. And when we were working on the tuck planche, and he was doing the eat the frog stand, and he was like, "Oh, this is a bit easy for me, Rad. What's the next one?" And I went to show him the band-assisted tuck planche, and without a band, he just went, "Oh, what? Like this?" And he just push straight into yeah. a tuck planche yeah. <laughs> because for the same kind of thing he's just got he, he's obviously got the right type of uh, well, certain things the right that your body is going to be attuned to you know and, and he's and quite a light person yeah. as well I, I, I can't imagine he'd weigh more than 70 kilos or that's exactly right um, something like that so yeah that's exactly right Ashley um Ashley reads on the stream. Ashley, thank you for this, mate. Oh, my God. Yeah. That thing. Yeah, we're gonna for those to of you it. on the podcast, I'm holding up a Theragun. Uh, this is like the Theragun G3 Pro. And uh, we will do some form of a, a um, I don't know, like a, an a unboxing product, product review on yeah. that because it's such a good product. I, I can just say. I shoulder a bit of yeah, treatment today. I, I'm going to just say real quick, if anyone's watching this, We've been looking at those things since they were first released. We start we we started to see them marketed. I don't know what 12, 18 oh, months a few ago, years ago, a couple yeah. of years ago, and you know you're looking at it. It's eight hundred bucks. Is it a gimmick? Is it really going to do anything? Is, and we just weren't willing to. And spend we also the money get a it. weekly massage from one of the best massage therapists in the country. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so we were kind of like, oh yeah, whatever. But since and the then lockdown, and then there's all these <laughs> other brands that are coming out to mimic the Theragun and, yeah. and whatever. And we cannot speak of them. We cannot say if they're as good or not as good. But we went with the Theragun based on Ashley Reed's um, recommendation, and oh my god, are we happy with it? Yeah. It is absolutely amazing if you've looked at one of those things and thought to yourself is it going to be good the answer is yes how good yeah. is it if you can look at it and think wow that'd be really good if it did this that's what it does yeah it's so <laughs> bloody good oh man that's right so anyway, anyway we digress for those of you on the podcast we're talking about the theragun g3 pro we do not uh, make any commission from promoting this product hopefully, we're just genuinely they're going to call us up and we can yeah we're just we're genuinely impressed with it and one of our tribe members who's uh tuned into the live stream of this podcast recording has uh, he, he he sent us an email recommending it, and uh, that was the push that we needed to just go oh, stuff it. We'll go and buy one. It's yeah. funny, you know, because about three or four weeks ago, I started to get hassled by a company who was selling a knockoff of it, and their knockoff was only a couple of hundred bucks. They were offering it to our subscribers for a hundred dollars, and uh, they were offering us a freebie to um, review it on the live stream and on our podcast, and uh, I was very close to say in fact i did say yes send me one and we'll have a crack at it and then i ended up uh not because i just didn't get the feeling from them that it was a, of high quality and uh i just would never want to align our brand with something that was a, of shitty quality uh it's very important to us that we only speak of high quality things that we would use ourselves so 
we cancelled that and then I decided to go out and buy one for 800 bucks or $650. We got it for, for a special and, um, geez, I'm glad we did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Very quickly, before so, we dive further, Simon Morgan, sore ankle from a weekend run this morning. Had to take it easier today. Shame, but glad I did. Motion is lotion. Absolutely. Yeah, good on you, man. Absolutely. Um, We've got a few chiming in from this morning's workout. If you guys don't know legs. already, because I know a lot of you do listen to the podcast, um, we do these live UMS streamed workouts to our YouTube channel uh, every morning uh, while we're in lockdown at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and they're cracking workouts that use zero equipment. Mm. I, I reckon you'll struggle to find a better workout to develop strength flexibility and cardio fitness in one workout without any equipment anyway um aiden potts has said hey guys wondering your thoughts on scoliosis and whether or not the ums will solve this through structural balance looking at some videos of myself hanging and i can see a significant curve in my spine sorry there's a little bit more that's written here could this uh, also be dominant side scoliosis uh okay, most, could this be dominant okay the first thing i'm going to say about scoliosis is it is the most hyped up condition that i can think of right now um i think the statistics on how many adults how many people have scoliosis is like 70 percent of the population or something like that people to read that it's got to be white text. um so the um the, the first thing I'll say is, Aiden, you are not uh, a special case to have scoliosis, man. I've got it. I've been told I've had it for years. Uh, I've had x-rays um, for unrelated things, and you can see it. You can see the scoliosis. And all I did was just get on with it. I never did anything try, specific yeah. to try and get rid of it. Now, uh, dominant side scoliosis, I think that's, honestly, I think that's just a great fancy name to try and make I, people. I use dominant side scoliosis all the time because yeah. it's something that we do develop with, yeah. with, when we're very dominant on one side of our body. The thing is, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll j jump in here, um, Aiden. What I can guarantee you is that your scoliosis will get worse if you don't exercise. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a pretty well-shared popular b uh, um, uh, belief. Yeah, well, dominant side scoliosis is, like you said, it's from using the one side through your whole life. But it's not just that. It's from leaning to the one side every time you're working at your computer or every yeah, time you're sitting on the couch. As or, it sounds. I mean, you know. it, pay attention to the next time you're standing in a group at the pub having a beer. If you do do that, like I do. Um, you'll notice that you lean on one side all the time, all you know, time, yeah. or try to you, stand when you realize that you're standing on your left leg, try to stand on your right leg and see how yeah, long you can do it for and yeah. how comfortable it and is. how quickly you divert back to what yep. you're used to, you know, yep. now. So what I like to say is always be aware of what your body's doing. Yep. Always be aware of your body. It's a very, a very liberating thing to level up that level of your, to achieve that level of consciousness where, you know, like right now I'm sitting here and I'm constantly aware of when my shoulders start to slouch because yeah, my natural posture wants to pull me forward especially after yesterday i did a brutal shoulder workout and um i yeah i'm i'm in a bit of pain i got doms i also did a lot of painting on the weekend and sanding and used mostly my right side i try to use my left side as much as i can but um always be aware of where your body is in space okay and that takes practice. It took me years. It took me about five or six years to be aware of, because the best thing you can do to stop slouching or to stop bad posture is to be aware of it and correct it when you notice it. 
you know, because it's those little things the time builds up and it's like anything, it's a cumulative time under tension, under load that's going to switch on and strengthen the neural pathways to the muscles that counteract that bad posture. The other thing is that you've got to train in a way that's balanced, my guy, and that's what UMS is all about. Well, Rad and I have come from a background of severely compromised bodies. Both of us have had chronic spinal injuries. Both of us have had issues that we've had to come over in the past, and that's what birthed the UMS. No body is perfect. and No physical body is perfect. And we, for, for whatever reason, we fell into this niche when we were personal trainers at Fitness First where we became known as the guys that help people overcome injuries and issues in their body. It was no accident. It's because we prioritized how our body felt, yep. not just how it looked. Yep. We always had, because we came from a sporting background or a performance-based background, we didn't fall victim. Rad was Kung Fu, I was boxing or um, rugby league uh, or soccer. We didn't fall victim to the, it's all about bodybuilding. Whereas yeah. most other personal trainers, it was just all about how yeah. you look in the mirror or how you look in your underwear. Yep. Many of them don't even worry about how you look when you turn around, you know, or how you look with your long pants off. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so Aiden, to, to round this off, what you're saying, sweet, exactly what I wanted to hear, uh, will not worry about it. Yeah, just do the foundations program, brother, because the foundations program has been designed exactly for that. And this is why we say, see, you can do... Two people can do bench press and one person can build a chest and one person cannot because it's the way, it's the intention that you put on the exercise that you do. And in the same way, two people could do the foundations program and one person will fix the issues in their body and one person won't. And that comes down to understanding that the quality of your movement is more important the, than the load that you lift. Yeah. It's very, very important that you understand that. Until your movement is flawless, the load is not what you're chasing. What you're chasing is good quality movement. And you might be lifting only maybe 70 or 80% of what you could lift. You might finish the set and feel like, oh man, I could have done another two or three reps. But if you go up in weight, immediately you're not doing as good quality reps. And that will train incorrect movements and incorrect movements won't fix postural issues like scoliosis. Can I say one thing that I believe is something that you should absolutely do? And it's very on point with what we're talking about today, which is learning a new skill and, and becoming laser focused on that skill. Rad more so than me in recent times has suffered quite severe back pain. And one of the things that I noticed Rad do was about probably two or three years ago, he just decided he was going to overcome his back pain. And he had some influence from Edo Portal who convinced him to focus on spinal integration skill as a skill. It's a, it's a, it's a movement sequence derived from dance and he turned it into a workout. So we do a tiny bit of spinal mobilization in the warm-up, but Rad for a, for a good year, I reckon, did it yeah. as a workout. Yeah, it was Every about, single it was day. About 20 minutes for, at the start of my workout. You know, yeah. He did, you know, the spinal mobilization drills that we do, he went, okay, I'm gonna master that as a skill. And he, like at minimum, would do it five minutes a day, and I yeah, reckon that was minimum, but I probably for that, a year it was average ten to twenty minutes a day. Yeah. And now I only do it for a couple of minutes a day because my my spine's in better condition than it's been in for twenty five years. Yeah, and that's yeah. something that I think you would really anyone with spinal issues, anyone with spinal issues, whether it's scoliosis, whether it's kyphosis, whether it's um, lordosis, excessive lord, uh, lordotic curve of the lumbar spine, whether it's a flat back. 
you will benefit hugely from doing that. Yeah. And that's like, here's the thing. What we learned is that the spine is the center and the foundation of everything. Healthy spine means a healthy body. And so we prioritize that spinal movement and we've all gone a little bit beyond just doing the spinal integration and mobilization. For me, it started on the foam roller, just opening up and, mm. and, and mobilizing the spine on foam rollers and back balls. And, uh, and, you know, I would strongly advise that everyone, if they haven't mastered that as a skill yet, if they still can't move their spine and they're still locked up and they can't do a good Jefferson curl, that is like your number one skill to master. Yeah, for sure. You know? All right, maybe we should just do a, sp a spinal mastery program, masterclass, <laughs> spine masterclass. You heard it here first, Tribe. You We're going to do it, it first. Yeah, yeah it, it is so critical. There's a, you know, there's a Chinese uh, proverb, you are as old as your spine. Uh, and you really are, you know, because yeah. once your spine uh, is wrecked, you're wrecked. Um, Brad you know, and I were both lucky. And I say lucky loosely. But we were both fortunate to suffer a severe spinal injury at a very young age and learn really, really early what it feels like to lose your spine, yeah. to lose the function of yeah. your spine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it it, like, it, really it, it's, it's the reason it. why I am where I am now. Yeah. It's, the, it's, it's, the pri it's the thing that got me exercising. Yeah. You know, yeah, same with and me, then I learned sure. that exercise could also be a way to manage um, an ongoing sort of battle with depression and anxiety. And those two together became my driving force behind exercise. And so exercise yeah. has always been about how my body's feeling. The moment I stop exercising, my back pain comes back. Yeah. Like it's within a week. Yeah. Same with me. You know, yeah, same with me. I get a couple of days like on the if I don't exercise for a day, I'm OK. The second day I'm in a lot of discomfort and I feel like everything's really stiff and I need to spend about 20 minutes in the morning just to be able to feel okay. And by the end of the week, I'm in pain, like I need to have Panadol yeah. kind of pain. Yeah. Um, and you know, this this ties in perfectly with normally Yanni's rants uh, are useless to our talks. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. But this ties in perfectly because this idea that we're talking about today, which is how do you master something, you become focused. So. One of the, so Aiden, you know, the U, the UMS Foundations program is absolutely where your head needs to be at. But what I would be doing is spending a minimum of five minutes a day up to 10 minutes of that part of the warm up purely on spine mobility. And when I, um, you know, those of you on the podcast, you're not going to be able to see me doing this, but, but I'm demonstrating some of these spine movements. When I was learning this stuff, I was like, um, I would sit in front of the, the mirror going like this, you know, for five minutes on the one. And when I started, I wasn't getting the movement like what I'm getting here. I was going and I wasn't going anywhere, but I did it with so much intent. And my belief has always been, I've always thought this. I've always looked at somebody else that can do something that teaches me and I never ever in my mind think I'll never be able to do that. It never, the thought doesn't cross my mind. What mm. goes through my head is I want to do that. Yeah. And what, then what goes through my head is if they can do it, why, why can't I do it? Yeah. Why would they be able to do something that I can't do? I'm a human. They're a human. You know, why wouldn't I be able to do it? So uh, I, it's really important that you, that you 
you ident you look at your body, you identify you, you you have your goals. Your goals are the thing that motivates you to get started and to keep you going, and you check in with those. But the goal is not the thing that you think about every single day. The goal is the thing that you check in with and remind yourself. And then what you focus on every day is what you need to do right now in order to take the next step towards your goal. Yeah. And that's where the laser focus comes in. You block out everything else, you block out all the other stuff, you block out what your mate's doing right next to you that might be further along the journey to your goal and you focus on what you need to do. Yeah. And as any good chiropractor will say, the spine is the central highway to your, to your nervous system. It is like where all of the um, signaling is, is passing through, you know? And if, you, if you've got an, a healthy spine, if you can master all of the spinal waves, I'm sort of trying to demonstrate in my chair what Rad was demonstrating with the spine side to side, forward and back, through all the different transverse planes, circles, um, all of this stuff, you're re-establishing you're re neural pathways to all of the little segmentational stabilizers in the spine, the multifidus muscles, the, the, the muscles that hold you upright, you know, and that's going to carry over to everything you do. You'll find that your skill will enhance in everything that oh, you do, man. you know. Yeah, massively. There's, there's an element to us, you know, saying, suggesting to do the foundations program. Anyone who's not part of the UMS online coaching uh, program, they probably don't have the gym equipment that they need for that program. But things like our handstand masterclass, if you've got access to that, I don't know if Aiden, if you've done that course, the handstand masterclass has, he, it's got a huge emphasis on core training, yeah. you know, so that's going to really develop all of the strength in those isometric contraction positions, the hollow body positions, all of that sort of stuff. And it's something that you can absolutely do, like dive into doing right now without mm -hmm. any gym equipment. Uh, you, if you're a part of the UMS online coaching group, you have access to that. You know, I, I'm really serious. I believe that Rad and I should probably put together a spine masterclass. I don't think it'd be very hard and, um, ha you know, create a, a daily 20 minute spine workout um, from a real absolute beginner to a more advanced person. Mm -hmm. Because I think that that's something that everyone could double down on right now. It's going to carry over to everything we do. And um, it will certainly, uh, if there's anything out there, above and beyond just training in a really balanced way, unilaterally to, to allow both sides to, get, to develop strength evenly or to bring up a weaker side or a side that's been neglected, which is very common in, in most people. If there's anything you could do above and beyond that, it would be spinal integration on a daily basis, like really double down on your spine health for uh, overcoming scoliosis. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I uh, hope you guys got something out of that today. If you are watching or listening, you still have a few hours left to get our Mobility Masterclass. It's going to be your last chance to get it for several months. We've only had it on a flash sale once so far this year, and we're already in May. Um, so this is your last chance to get it for several months at a severely discounted price with a bunch of extras um, in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group. There's a link there that you can click. I think you've still got about six or seven hours left before the um, flash sale ends. Quick, sorry, go on. Quick, uh, uh, before, we do, before we wrap up, I want to get everyone in the UMS Movement Mastermind that watches this or anyone on the live stream that watches this. We've had a couple of um, suggestions 
One suggestion came through from one of our tribe members um, in regards to doing a, a series of easier at-home workouts, similar to the 18-minute stretch routine or the strength routines w- workouts that they could do with their children, that their children could jump in on and join in on. I'd love to know what everyone thinks because I think that's a great idea, but I'd like to get some more tribe feedback on whether that would be of value to you guys. We're going to be careful where we um, dive into and dedicate time because we've got a lot that we want to achieve this year. And then also I'd like anyone who would like to have, um, uh, who would see value in us doing a spine masterclass, uh, let us know in the comments of this video. Um, We'd love to know if that would be of value to you guys. Uh, We know that it would be of value, but we would love to know if you'd do it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) More so. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Um, we'll see you tomorrow at uh, at 7 a.m. for yep. the next workout, for Wednesday's workout. Have a Shout great day. Shout out to the podcast viewers, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> About performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.